Kershaw, nice to see you again. Um, so glad to actually, I would have loved to have seen you in person. I, I like connecting better, you know, in person, but this is okay. I know yeah. our schedules are, are pretty crazy. <laughs> yes, so. yes. Thank you so much for having me. And it's awesome to be on your platform and just be a part of this awesome work that you're doing for sure. Thank you so much. So what I want to do is I want you to tell me your story a little bit about yourself and then, uh, you know, we'll get into, you know, all what, what all what Kersha is all about. So, yes, go ahead. <laughs> okay, where do I start? So I am originally from the Caribbean, Jamaica. And Ooh. I am, yes, an island girl. <laughs> Lots I of love it. <laughs> love it. I am a twin mom. I am also, I volunteer a lot in the community. Wherever I am, it's always important that I get assimilated in the community and just find ways to connect with those around me and to really help in whatever I can. So I do sit on a couple of boards. I do other community work. I am also an author, speaker, trainer, and I do help CEOs, business owners to really increase their cash flow and their profits through setting up strategic financial systems. So diving into their business. So that's a little bit about me outside of work. I'm usually hanging with my twin boys outdoors. We enjoy being outside, hiking, traveling. How old are they? They're eight. How old are they? Oh, eight years that's old. So yeah. sweet. Yeah, they're they still at the learning. sweet age. Oh, learning yeah. And learning and learning. <laughs> oh, especially two of them, right? Oh, wow. yeah. Wow. Quite wow. a trouble. Holy. So, uh, how long? So, have you. So you came from Jamaica. When did you when did you come to Canada? I've been in Canada over ten years now. So that takes us back to about 2011, 12, thereabouts. So that was when I came to Canada from Jamaica. Wow, that's a different in climate, right? It is. It's a different in climate, culture. We have wow. I mean so many areas it's different. Yeah. <laughs> It's you know, it's, experience. I, I can imagine. So we, you know, this is a black history month. Like, have you experienced any, you know, the, with the culture, any differences that, that were major uh, events or challenges in your life? Yes. So there were definitely major challenges. There were challenges. Mm -hmm. And uh, to be honest, starting over is, starting over can be hard. Starting over can be easy. So within the hard I find you have to just move beyond the hard to see how can I turn this around? How can I have joy in the hard moments when you're starting over? And I'm black, I'm a woman too, so female. So those are some things that I see impacted my journey as I was starting over. There were issues, I've experienced issues with my, my um, what's it called? My tone of voice, my, my my language tone. I've had mm -hmm. issues with that. I've also, yeah, my accent. Yeah, that's it. I was trying to remember the word. <laughs> oh, and I love it. I love when I hear you talk, it's like, I feel like I'm in the Caribbean. <laughs> so it's, I'm relaxed when you talk. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So I did have issues with my accent and issues with uh, how credible I was. Could I, what, what did I bring to the table? So I've had instances of those. However, overall, I must say, having a strong support system in various ways 
will mm. impact your journey with starting over. So yeah. I found that I had, you know, my family, I, had, I got into the community, I made connections, a community at the gym I was in CrossFit then. So those connections, community did help to, you know, maneuver through those, those, those rough moments. And I'll also add that a lot of times persons move to a new country and persons, you, you might say, okay, they're getting used to the culture. They talk different, might be different food. However, culture shock is real. Culture shock can hit you for even more than six months. So it is important that you as a person who you're experiencing culture shock, identify that you have made, find ways to maneuver through that. And if you are aware of someone who is new to your country, your area, that you support them in the best way you can. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's important. And, you know, you and I, we, we met through networking. Yes. And it, you, you and I both know it's so important to have that community of supporters, it um, is. you know, to go through that journey because you can't, I mean, really, you can't do it alone, you know, either no. raising a child, starting a business, et cetera, et cetera. You need to have a village, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's so true. It's yeah. Okay. You you hit it right there on the head. The nail on yeah. the head as the same goes. Yeah. So tell me about your, you know, how you got your journey as an entrepreneur, how you got your journey into this business that you were you've now created for yourself. I like to hear about how that started. Okay. So to be honest, it was always on my list of things to do to have my own business one day growing up. It's an idea I taught toyed with, you know, you toy with the idea, you put it down, take it back up. Mm. However, after I had my twin boys, I realized that it was getting increasingly harder, challenging to really handle work, to handle home growing, you know, in those early years, it was, it was pretty tough. So I relocated about after two years till they were born and from BC to Alberta. And that's when I realized at that point, it was getting pretty intense. I realized it's time to pause and explore head doing my own business. So that was one area that led me to really take that plunge. And increasingly I was seeing where business owners, CEOs, they needed that support in their business. They were great in their skills. However, corporate strategies that you look at and you see um, huge corporations, Google, Rogers, you know, tell us a lot of these corporations, they have strategies that are proven strategies that will help them to withstand recessions. So I realized there was a gap in the smaller businesses where they did not understand a lot of things with their numbers, you know, having a successful business. So that encouraged me even more to take that plunge to say, this is something that is needed. So those were, you know, those thoughts leading up to starting my own business. <laughs> and that makes sense. Like for me, I'm I'm not a numbers person at all. So yeah, there's, there's probably a lot of people who are the same way. So that's that's good that you found a a niche that uh, you know where there's a problem and you found a solution to it. That's great. Wow. Uh, you know, can you talk me through, for example, like what your ideal client would be and how you would help them? My ideal client is anyone who is having a challenge with their business where you're not understanding your numbers. You're, you know, you're not understanding why, 
I, I was told I made a profit. However, yeah. I'm not seeing that in my bank account. Where's that disconnect happening? I don't yeah. understand where I made all these thousands in sales and uh-huh. I don't see it in my bank account. So it's diving into your numbers. I call it looking beyond the numbers. So it's going to be that person who you don't have a system, you know, you don't even know when you're paid sometimes, or it could be that there's so much chaos and confusion in your business. You don't know if you're being paid. You don't know what your profit was last month. You don't know what's happening. You're overwhelmed. You're probably like, just thinking about my numbers, I get so overwhelmed, so frustrated, so anxious. Sometimes I just don't even know where to start. It's that person who is struggling and you can be at different levels. I, I connect yeah. with persons at different levels. Those who are just starting out, those who have been in business for years, just different levels of persons because I offer a customized solution. So what someone who is just starting out needs is not going to be the same thing as someone who is seasoned already in business. It's different. And that's something that as a CEO, you need to understand that your business is unique to you. You might be... be two plumbers. However, you bring to the table, you bring to your business, your goals, your, you know, your values, and that is what will make your business unique. So I connect with businesses at different levels. So that's my ideal client. (laughs) And you know, what I'm finding with you is even though you work with numbers is usually a persona of a person, you know, like of an accountant or a financial planner, et cetera, et cetera. With you, I find you have that that human factor in your business, which I love to connect with. I love people who, 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 you know, okay, you got all these numbers, but you, you're connecting with me. You're having that relationship as a friend while you're helping me solve that problem, which I appreciate. It's, it's a a fantastic thing to have, especially with me now. That's the only way I like to connect. (laughs) Thanks. It's like, yeah, like if you were, if you were, I mean, and I've dealt with so many financial planners, you know, financial coaches who've tried to approach me, but they, they, they do that sales, sales call, like a, Mm -hmm. you know, I hate to say it like the slimy salesperson kind of introduction. And that's a big turnoff for me. But you, you connect on the human level, right? I, let me get to know who you are because I find if you start to connect with people on the human level and get to know them as a person, I think, you know, if you're going to be doing business with anybody or collaborating with anybody in business, I find that especially if you want that relationship long term, you need to develop that relationship on, on a human level. Don't you agree? <laughs> I agree. It, and 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 it's... The reality, you know, is that behind every business is a human, is a person. So it's important to understand what do they like, what yeah. frustrates you. Be comfortable enough. There are sometimes, you know, I connect with my clients and he's, and one will be like, I'm just having a terrible day and it's okay. That's what I want to hear. I want to be able to, you're having a bad day. How can I help? Or is it a moment where we just need silence or we talk to That's okay. So getting in that human side and realizing that it's okay. We don't have to have this huge uh, pretense or facade about who we should be. Let's focus on who we are. I know there are some persons who they might say, I had one person and they were like, just looking at a sheet overwhelms me. So we're diving into pictures, diagrams, charts. It's it's being able to connect with your client exactly where they are. If, If it's a rough time, my dog had one 
their dog wasn't well and you know we're able to realize that okay it's a it's a low time we can talk again and you know it's like you said it's just building relationships yeah and you know like we had our session there a discussion and a conversation on on vulnerability in business so yes. if you if you for example had a client who was you know just having a bad day but you still want to connect with them. Okay, maybe let's put off that the numbers for today and you know, tell me what's going on, right? I think that's yeah. so important. And I know that you do that. That's that's exactly the human factor. <laughs> I, yeah. I wish everybody was like that. <laughs> and and to be honest, you know, it took it's not something that happens overnight. It's something yeah. that you have to really be confident in who you are. And that's another thing that along my immigration journey, you know, I realized that I had to be confident in who I was, you know, as a black person. And I'm not speaking from a point of seeking privileges or seeking preferential treatment. The reality is that the world, society is going to treat you different, not everyone, but it will happen. And you have to be confident about what you bring to the table. I remember just, you know, within a few months when I arrived in Canada and I was approached to do a project at the Chamber of Commerce and subsequently to be on their board. And I hesitated. I was like, uh, can I do this? And then I had to catch myself to say, why not? You know, it's not about being perfect. You're not going to know everything, but it's having that confidence in yourself and what you can do, you know, the value you can add. And again, it's not about being perfect. It's just knowing that I do have some value. I can keep learning. I'm an avid continuous learner as well. So yeah. that is it. It's so important to really be con, you know, convinced and convicted about who you are, your values. And that's something else that I had to find joy in that in their times when someone might doubt you or say, why do you talk like this? Or second guess you are are you really can you add any value you have yeah. to really look beyond that and look beyond those moments and find joy joy is where even if things aren't going well you can still find something to be thankful for that's having that joy so even when you have those low moments around starting over it could be your business i've had failures oh i thought this client was going to work out or i thought yeah. i would have been further along right those are real moments where you might have to restart your strategy just start over in whatever way you have to you know be cognizant of what can you be thankful for along that way how can you find joy in that journey so definitely that is something that i had to really you know embrace for myself and so forth yeah i i, I love that you brought that point up because as an entrepreneur you know, I think everyone goes through that struggle of do I f feel worthy? And um, even with my experience, I just had a conversation with a, another lady about, you know, people have been approaching me. This is a listening service. Do you have what, what are your credentials? What What's your certification? What education and training have you gotten? Yes. So yeah. it's like and these are, you know, some of them been professors in academics and I'm not. I'm not an academic per se. Uh, I don't. I don't have a degree, um, but I do have training, and I consistently try to find ways to learn better. You know, I, I'm I'm in contact with, you know, the listening International Listening Association. I have a mentor th there. But when someone approaches me and asks me those questions, 
I start to have a little bit of doubt, you know, and then I feel like, well, why do I need to prove to you that I need to have this paper to show you that I can, I can listen. Right. And so it, 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 there are moments where I had, oh my gosh, well, maybe I am not worthy enough to do this. Maybe I'm not good enough, but in my heart, my heart is telling me, no, you got to do this because you got to get this message out there and you don't need a degree. I'm based on, I'm practical. I'm based on my experience. Right. And Mm -hmm. that's, and those are the people I actually want. So if those, if those uh, academics come to me and ask me those questions and they say, well, she's not worthy. I don't want those people. I don't want those kind of clients. Right. I want the ones who are going to, right. Yeah. So I, I I get you. And you made an interesting point there because I mean, we've had to do several surgeries for my boys. And when you think, do you go to the hospital and ask the doctor, the surgeon, can I see your papers? How qualified are you to do this surgery, right? Do you yeah. ask that? Do you really yeah. ask that? Do you yeah. get into a taxi and say, I need to see a driver's license, right? Do you uh-huh. go to, you know, anywhere um, and say, I need to see your certificate? Do you do that? Yeah. So yeah. not that you can't, but. Why yeah. do you feel it's necessary to ask that? And are you basing the person's ability to do something to deliver based on qualifications or experience? And I'm not belittling qualifications. They are important. Right. However, yes. I think it's even more important to look beyond that. And we're in a, st- we're in a day and age where getting even reviews is not enough because there are so many persons who can be do bogus reviews online so you know we have to look beyond that to say Uh okay how is it that what what am i going to do to trust this person it has to be beyond all these things because those can be you know fictitious you know i had someone connect with me online we're just brand new and we connected and i started working for them and stuff and when you think about it they never asked an idea because you know it's it was so you, you have to really caution with that. And like you said, you have to, it goes back to knowing your value, right? Yes, it goes yeah. back to knowing, being confident in yourself. Yeah. And it's so important. And then going back to also connecting, right? Once you connect and develop that relationship, I think that trust will, will be gained, you know, and will be greater, right? There's, yeah. there's a quote I was just thinking about as you were talking, uh, a quote that I've seen where it says, it's, it's a greater compliment to be trusted than to be loved. Yes. Yeah. Trust is so, so important. And trust, yeah. and that's the thing to trust. Sometimes trust might not be overnight. Sometimes it's... I mean, you most times you're gonna have a surgery or something. You're not. Mm. You just. You know. You don't have a long time to meet the surgeon to hang out. You just know you get into the hospital. It's gonna. Yeah. This is gonna happen. What do yeah. you do? But you trust the institution. You're trusting them to say yeah. this can happen. So it's finding that integration of the two trust relationship as well, and just knowing that it's not. Sometimes you really don't have that long time, but like you said, you got feeling sometimes to let you know this person is worth taking the risk on. Because when yes. you think about it, there are persons you can trust and know for a long time and they still disappoint you too, right? They might still scam you. So it's mm-hmm. uh, diving into being wiser and wiser. It's, yeah. yeah, we never know. <laughs> and it's age and experience, I think. Yes. <laughs> so your your business is called the, the Cash Lab, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you were talking about other community uh, work that you do. Tell me more about that. So I sit on a few boards. I'm on the Hospital Foundation Board. I'm also with the um, 
the Edmonton Mennonite Society. They oh, help okay. newcomers to Canada and those because I do also futurepreneur mentorship. I do try to remember all the things I do. <laughs> wow. Well, it's so important. The causes that I connect with they are very important to me. Why? Because I can think of when I was there before and why it's important. So as a newcomer to Canada, I remember having family support. I also remember organizations that supported me as a newcomer. And I often think back to those persons who come to Canada, a brand new place. There's so much, there's so much culture shock. The weather, the way of life of people, how they talk, the customs. Yeah. It, yeah, it really can be overwhelming. So I I was I'm just so privileged to be able to support those persons who I knew. When you think about it, it 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 can be really, really tough. Some persons, to be honest, they give up and return to their countries. That does right. happen. So yes, yeah. those are some of the causes that are very dear to me, impacting communities, impacting lives. Wow, that's so powerful. That's so great. Oh, it's so nice to meet you. I really am <laughs> grateful to have met you. So before we uh, end our session here, I really want to know what, what really matters to, to Kersha. What's the most important thing? <laughs> <laughs> there are lots of important things to me. One of the, there, there are a lot of important things to me. One of the important things to me is integrity. And I think even though it might be hard to do the right thing, it's always best to do the right thing. Sometimes you're at a crossroad, it's tough, yeah. and you have to make the right choice. So integrity matters to me. Being kind. I find that even as adults, we experience so much bullying, and I've experienced bullying in the corporate world since me I've too. been on yeah. this journey as well. And yeah. just be kind, you know. We don't know uh, the story. I see you, I might say, oh, she's having a good day. She's having, you know, we're doing yeah. this conversation. After, what? I don't know what happened before or what's going to happen to you after. So when you always have the choice of being kind, choose to be kind. Not oh. yet. Choose to be kind. Even when it's hard, even when it might not be appreciated, even if when you're choosing to stand alone by being kind, it's important 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 to be kind and I think it goes across all levels be kind to children be kind to adults be kind to all races be kind to your team be kind to everyone those who are ahead of you not as far as you are so being kind is very very important and yeah so integrity and being kind is important and the last thing that's important to me is teamwork yeah. realize there's this african saying i am because we are i use it for most of the start of my training yeah. some of my presentations oh. i am i forgot the Af i think it's i forgot the african i won't mess it up <laughs> so <laughs> i am because we are so never never miss the importance of those around when you think about it we are here however we're here using this technology because someone is working on our internet, some company, someone is ensuring that we have power in our house, somebody okay. ensure that they could have made our clothes, our food. So oh. we were never designed to operate alone and we need to remember that. So always, you know, jump at the opportunity for 
a team to help someone else to take help too sometimes that's uh Tough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I know. Yeah. Them because we are, we are a community. My God, that was so beautiful. You just <laughs> gave me goosebumps from talking. Oh, thank you, Kersha, for spending the time with me. This has been a great session. Thank you for this conversation. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I thank you from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. And. Uh, you know, I really do find it a privilege to be here on your platform. And oh. I realize that the work you're doing is not something to be taken for granted because we're so busy sometimes. You don't really get yeah. to listen. I see it with my little ones. You don't listen enough to, you know, so <laughs> I think it's very, very, it's a needed work. It is. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you.